when you visit maybe a monarch or a crown even if you are not um, you're not used to the culture once you see everybody bowing down you just join them and um, you know sometimes it doesn't matter the age of the crown it is not the it's not the person is the throne you see early kings don't make the throne it is the throne that makes them but our God makes the throne wow is that's why you see someone like Chief Obasanjo prostrating for the honor of Ife. You say, Kabi is you. No, even the only knows that it's not him. You see, the moment he misbehaves, he can be the throne, he can be the crown. He can, what word do they use? Yeah, the throne. So it's not about him, it's the, it's the seat. And people um, come together to, to ascribe power to the throne. The throne is not powerful by itself. It's the people that gives the throne the power. We, 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 we surrender our, our authority to the throne. So anybody who sits on the throne has the right to, to exercise authority. No matter how old or how long a king reigns on earth, for a while but for the Lord it's not like that his kingdom is forever and a time will come that every kneel will bow it doesn't matter your choice even knees in hell will bow. But the time is coming. So it doesn't matter. You see, if you ask me now, am I feeling at my top this morning? No. Is there is there any is there any motivation in that sense that will ginger me? No. <laughs> but it doesn't matter the if it is anything. By faith. We are commanded to worship. You know, sometimes songs are good to ginger, like they say. But in the in times where there where, where there is no song, you are commanded to even make melody in your heart. So this morning, I don't want you to consider anything. I will sing to the Lord. He's King in heaven and on earth. Kings will come, kings will go. There were kings that reigned in, in 1001, 1000 AD. Check the history, you'll find many kings that reigned. Some reigned for two years, some 10 years, some 50, some, some 11, some brutal, some good, you know, all 
kinds of things have happened. But they are all happening in the world of our God. We want to sing that song this morning, but I just want to sing that song from our heart. And I wish we can sing it this morning with our instrument, but we'll sing it with both. With both. Because God approves of both. You know, when when they told, it says, it says, make give us king like other nations. Someone was so so distraught. And he cried and cried. And God said, Stop crying. It's not you. Now imagine what God said, it's not you they rejected. That means God really wanted to be their king forever. So the part of God was actually theocracy, not democracy. That's why no democracy can fix the world. In fact, there's no world, there's no, there's no, there's nothing, you know. It's only in heaven, hallelujah. You know, there's a new Jerusalem is coming. You know, I, 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 I was, I was in a place for a retreat. It's supposed to be a place of God. Amen. If we don't have this hope and this joy, then we are finished. If this all there is to life, you know, let's struggle, let's just, and there's no justice. There's no, there's no punishment for evil doing. And there's no reward for righteousness. That's what people fight hell. That they can't be hell. You know why? They want to escape punishment for evil doing. And they say to convince themselves. You know the way you can convince yourself in evil. That's why when you read it, the Paul says, I've, I've warned you the third time. When I come, I will not spare you. That's a church rule. I've warned you. You know, it's not used to anymore to us. We don't, you, you, you can't get that anymore. Say, I've warned you that if I come, I will not spare. So what will he do when he comes and starts sparing them? What, what, what will he do? You out. And the Holy Ghost is the one doing it. Apostle, when I come, he said, I've warned you, you've been sinning. I've warned you. If I come, if I come to you the next time in your church, I will I will not spare you. What kind of church will I support pastor in our day? His church will be empty. It's only those who are called of God that will be there. Do you know Apostle Paul used to call pastors to, to, to punish them in church? He says, if the pastor, he said, pastors, we sin, you see, I will call first. He said, I will, I will disgrace you publicly so everybody will learn. And the pastors know, in fact, Sorry, Apostle Peter. Paul disgraced him. He said, You, you and Barnabas, you are you are playing hypocrite, you, you are hypocrite. You say something and you don't do it. Hey, get him on Peter. They want Jesus Christ say, I will build my church. So really, where the Spirit of God is, you know how you know there's righteousness. So God wants to reign in our lives. His plan is theocracy. It's not democracy. It's not, it's not, it's not dominion. That one is going to sing us on this morning before we sit down. 
In fact, someone said, he said, the Ten Commandments is actually the law of freedom. It wasn't, it wasn't a law actually. Because in Egypt, they've learned to worship idols and worship other gods. In fact, Pharaoh is becoming almost like God. And God says, don't have any graven image. It's not freedom. Not also getting freedom. Because before the time they had a ring, they have things. But now God says, don't have. And in, in, you see, those times, everybody fights and, and takes, converts everything. He says, no, don't convert. That means nobody can convert nothing. So that means, that means we're all free. But you know, right now, we think it's law. But that is freedom. Well, I don't know in heaven how we sing this kind of song, but I know we'll sing it standing. Because we'll sing it. Hallelujah. And in heaven, the only thing you have that is precious is your white garment and white robe. Not Sultan now. Because I don't know how it will look. But somehow, we'll be clothed with the cloth of righteousness. That will be the only possession we have. Rolex. I will have designer and steppings. Amen this morning. Yet we'll be singing that song. He is God exalted above the heavens. Amen this morning. We give you praise Lord. We come by the way of the blood. Lord, help us realize, Lord, your full counsel. Give us understanding of your purpose and your plans as we behold your world this morning together in faith. In Jesus' name. And um, I want to trust the Lord that as the Lord helps us this morning, we will sing to the judges of this morning and um, to this time. Let me start by saying that in this time and in this season, there are a lot of things in the world happening that has the tendency of fascinating and getting our attraction or attention. We are in the in a very steep political season and We are, in a, we are in an age where information is not is is so is so is so close that thousands of messages can can pass through you. 
There were times in history that you cannot read a book without going to the library. You know, when I was in secondary school, at a point, I was trying to look for a library and I was going to... Well, before I left university, it has begun to... People said, you know, there's not online internet, there's Google. I want to imagine people in the, in the 1900s, 1800s, how they lived, how they got information. In fact, the first, um, the, the first reason for, for the reformation was the availability of the Bible. There was a time in history where the Bible was not, was with a few. They had just maybe one, and it's locked and it's chained on the altar or the pulpit. It's only reserved for the, for the, for those, for the clergy. And when people began to translate the Bible, they became a threat to the state. And they were killed. People like Wycliffe, Tyndale, Martin Luther, and all their offense was that they were trying to make the Bible available so everybody can read. But today in our world, when the speed age, I think they call it Gen Z, I don't know what this means, Generation X or, or Z, I, I've heard that thing, you know. But in the midst of all this, in the midst of all this, we must not forget that we are going somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, and whatever you look at or you behold, often you become. It's a law, it's a principle. Whatever is said before you that you behold, Often you become. What makes you a Christian is because you are beholding Christ. But the moment you seize or pause in the beholding of Christ, you stop being transformed to become like him. Remember the story of Jacob and Laban. The Bible says, and Jacob told Laban that my wage for serving you should be this. Give me every 
animal that has speck and spot. And in the next few years, whatever any animal that is seen with that that feature or that color be mine. And Laban was very happy because there were not many at all, and he has plenty. You know, you see, in the world today, in the world today, people who believe that Jesus is not the only way, or the Bible is not is not factual, are more. Even in the church, <laughs> Let, you didn't get what I said now. People who believe that Jesus is not the only way, and the Bible is not factual, the Bible is a myth, are more, and they are more in the church. There are denominations today in the world that don't believe in Genesis and their frontline churches. I don't know what frontline really means, Seth. But it's probably how to follow me. And the reason this is is because at a point in time in history, the church began to be moderate. The church was trying to accept, let's not take hard stance as though God is a hard God. You know, it's not today that we have accused God to be a hard person. If I just give a parable of that now, I say, I, say, I know you are, a, you are a difficult and hard master. You know, Christ was referring to somebody talking about God and him. So in the, in the, in the guise of being moderate, Let's accommodate everybody. We began to tear down the fence, the security. But until we begin to look onto Jesus again. Amen. The church is not supposed to evolve with the world. This morning I, I was prepared to come to church and my small daughter said, say, say, Daddy, are you going to church? I said, yes. He said, but you don't look like a pastor. I said, ah. I said, how? He said, I said, I'm addressing. He said, this is how a pastor should dress. I said, how do you mean? He said, it's okay. He said, you dress like somebody who is going for water baptism. <laughs> now when you get, you move your shoe and your jean and enter water and come back. Because maybe the day I was going to baptism, I wore jean. You know, it's long. That's what came to our heart. That you, 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 are, you, are, you dress like someone who is going for water baptism. baptism. He said, okay, I said, how should the pastor dress? He said, you, you, you know. I said, I don't know. They won't tell me. 
That's a six, seven year old child. That means there's something they are seeing. There's a picture that's forming. And if we don't rightly present Christ, it's whatever Christ will present that they will go to know. And if we present a false Christ to the first generation, imagine what they will present to the next generation. So you see the reason the world is where it is today. And to go back there to where it was before will be hard. Will be hard. But it's not undoable. God will have to kill some people. Now, some people need to be taken out. And God will reserve a few seed that will reproduce what he wants. You see, that's the reason in the, in the desert, everyone that left Egypt died. Except two. Did you see it? Because every time they are always looking for cucumber and garlic and meat and onion. I think they, they, they love suya. So all the attention from God is food. So every doctrine, everything God says, they rope it around food, around pleasure. Amen. And God took them out and left two. In fact, God said, Moses, let me finish all of them and I will start with you. Wow. Please don't be carried away with the crowd. And the church at over, do let's try to to pull crowd. You know, I tell this to the leaders. Let's let's pull God's people. Let's have their souls. You see, it is in trying to do that that you start hearing strange and false testimonies. Testimonies that are doctored. How many of you seen? Now, one of the things I want to say this morning, you see, one of my assignments is to, you know, when Paul wrote the, the pastoral epistles, he wrote it to the pastors to teach, to warn, and to identify false prophets. So sometimes I want to show, you see, don't, I don't know how many said this to me. I, I will. Are you been to church? Because we are, we are Christians. And so he brought the keys. The keys came in the video, and he said, "We should come and take their own copies." And guess what? The place is always packed. There are thousands. You're wondering, are they blind? Yes. 
You know what Joshua said? He said, blessed are your eyes for the sea. Yet, everybody is leaving him. In fact, they told them, will you also leave? Ah, we are going nowhere. We have something we have seen. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher. That means one day the faith will end. Not end as in ending. When our life ends, it finishes here. Thank you, Lord. You know, in Second Kings, Elijah told Elisha. Sorry, uh, I think Elijah told Gehazi. He says, Master, give me two portions of your anointing. He said, Well, you're asking for something I can't give you. Only God does that. Elisha, Elisha. Yeah, it was Elisha, not Gehazi. He says, Give me two portions of your anointing. Elisha said, Elisha, it's not me to give. It's God. He said, but if you can see me go, so they see me. So they see me. So it means, what seest thou? You know, you keep asking Jeremiah, say, what, what do you see? I want to challenge you to please keep seeing the word. Keep seeing the word. <laughs> um, keep seeing the word. No child of God has any problem. I tell you the truth. Um, you know, she was reading this morning Psalm 100, verse 3. Thank you, Lord. The latter part of verse 3 says, For we are his people and the sheep of his what? We are whose people? No, say that when we are whose people? Wow. Have you have you have you read in the old testament how God helped his people? It says, like a bed fluttereth over the cheek, so the Lord fluttereth over his own. You know the flutter means to open your wings. Have you seen chicken? When hawk is coming, they will not what they do, they will open their their wings ready. I've seen a, 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 a hen fight a hawk. Now I've seen it. It's not told me. I've seen it. You know, I've seen one. She flew and was and the and the hawk left the cheek and she came out and picked. I've seen it. I've seen it. And this morning, I want to let you know that we are his people. Don't forget. 
But if you are his child, then you must act like one and remain in the house. You know that child that left the father's house in Luke's gospel had been in all along. And he said to them, he said to them, I was hearing, he said, he said, he said, people who, people are scared of submitting to Jesus every because they think that he will mess their lives up. But this, and what is messing up? That is no enjoyment. You know, there's this youth, let me enjoy he will take some things. Amen. So the the the, the, the withdrawal. So they said that when I grow older, when I finish enjoyment, I will come. Whereas men who have who are who are older always regret that why didn't I find him early? You know when I was growing up, I didn't know my parents would beg me to go out because I grew up in a barracks. So I grew up there. But somehow, I would be in the house from morning to night reading the Bible. And then he said, I don't want to go out. I will come out at 7 p.m. or 7.30 after I finish secondary school. I don't what is in the house? Reading Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. By the way, I was a grandson of Solomon. I was just there. So when I read Bible, and I read the portion, that if a young man falls to the hand of a strange woman, he says, you call me bread. I say, ah, like, like, call me bread. <laughs> My friends will come and entice me. No, I was a youth. I was a very youth. I was huge youth. So I don't think that I've been an old man in you. No, I, I, I was a youth. Very youthful. I was a youth like under youth. Okay. I'm saying that I'm, I was very youth. So I don't say Pastor was just an old man in, in, in youthful skin. No. But I just chose. I told you that sometimes, my sisters, they help me arrange for girls. They will arrange for it's okay. We will, we will help you because you can't disgrace us. I said, I'm not disgracing you. I can't. So my life was church, house, farm. Church, house, farm. Now the farm is I had a farm where we plant vegetables. That's my pastime. So, it, it, so, I, so if I'm on the farm, I'm at home. If I'm not at home, I'm in church. And fully, I did enjoy some things. Let me tell you what I did enjoy. I didn't enjoy smoking. I didn't, because I didn't go. I didn't enjoy party. I didn't do it. I didn't enjoy. So young men and young girls, there is nothing that you are being deprived of in Christ. So don't be in Christ and still try to enjoy it. Mm, you know, mm. you want to go to party, you escape. 
You know, there's a way you still want to do it. Let's, let's, this time must not pass us. So even though we are in, we are still. Am I to somebody this morning? You know what Paul said? This is the last time I warn you. He's talking to people who are Christians. You know, a true Christian, when, or a true child, if the father flogs the child, he will cry. He will really, after he will come back again. He will really, he, 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 he say, sorry, you do bad It's only the child that the father loves that he chastises. I just want to talk. And so, as you learn to serve God, you provide your needs. You know, yesterday, uh, last week Sunday, I was just sharing in church and I was talking about God meeting that before the money comes, remember last meeting, all right, understand the place of money and prosperity and God's kind of prosperity. And Say, God is my father. You know, he said, seek ye first. Do you know that everywhere where things are put before God, people get things but don't have God. And you know in their lives, wait, this person, but because you are in church, you are all issues. So just, you assume that that's how everybody is. No. Seek ye first. So hearing this, as I'm saying this morning, God is preparing your own for you. Amen. <laughs> and then ask him. And so, if, if this if is a case of God's children, then we must pay attention. On God's work. Someone say God's work. You know, this morning, I, I was going to say, I feel like prophesying. And I remember that that's what he used to say. But what about boys? I say prophesying. So I won't say, I won't say that, but I feel like speaking a word this morning. You know, in John's Gospel, the 17th chapter, we find our Lord praying. Amen. You see, what keeps you from God's blessings is because you are not seeking after God's kingdom. That's the truth. And people want God's blessings without God Himself. Romans 12 11 says, not thoughtful in business. That means whatever business you are doing, don't be thoughtful. Amen. See, let me tell you, me as a pastor, I'm I'm looking for someone. You know, looking. 
a few people in church. I'm examining how they are treating their businesses. If I see anyone faithful, I'm telling you, we will mobilize as a man, not to mention God. You are in school, you don't read well. Out of 50 in class, your position is 49.5. Put on the board. And they say, why did you confess? Then I don't mind them there that, that the top is crowded. Let's just stay where. What is that? Hmm? And then you say, Pastor, please, I need scholarship to be last. No, I can't scholarship you. Amen. Please listen to me. who said that? God. Not slothful in business. Fervent. That means you're supposed to be at work in what you do. At the same time, you're what? Fervent in serving God. Wow. This morning, I'm just, I just want to talk. That's why I want to sit down. You know, I want your nose. We are removed from the world. The church is not, the church is unique. Jesus was praying for us in John 17. They call it the high priestly prayer of Jesus. I don't know why they said that. Well, it's our high priest. No, you're about this to call Jesus. How many of you will relax if you know Jesus is your king? Me, I will rest. That's why I'm resting. For some time, said, he's going to pastor to sit down so Jesus can be preaching. But guess what? He's preaching through pastor. He says, Father, I am not praying for the world. I'm praying for these ones that you've given me. And the ones that will believe me by their word. That you keep them. Lord, I'm not saying take them from the world, but keep them. That means we are in the world, but we are kept. So they kept. Who is keeping us? Okay. You are correct. Jesus or God? Correct. Amen. So if God is keeping us, then how come you think demons will overpower you? Say a few things. Oh, let's read this words of Jesus. John 17. John 17 this morning. John 17. 
You see, in our world today, many people come to church because of what advantage they want to get. That's why the question you were asking becomes relevant. So I want to ask, you know, you ask your children, why, why do you pray? You know, in some old church setting, the reason they go to church because they want to be buried in a church way. What a wrong and see nobody is telling them and they all know. You know why they go to church? So that they, they will do service, church service. Some come to church to be seen. Some come to show their talent so they can maximize it. But why do we come to church? Thank you, Lord. John 17. John 17. I want us to read from from verse 6. Quickly, small, if you can help us, huh? Just read from verse 6 of John 17. I have ministered thy name unto men. Yes. Which thou givest me out of the world. Yes. 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 And they have kept thy word. Yes. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. Yes. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. Yes. And they have received them. Yes. And have known surely that I came out from thee. Hold on. He says they have received the word. Brotherly. Now the question is. Um, and have you received the word? Because if you receive the word, then you keep the word. If I have received the word, then I will keep the word. <clears throat> That's what we said this morning in James three, um, 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 James one. He says, "Be not hearers of the word only." For, for, for those that hear only, he says they are deceiving themselves. That most people cannot only deceive themselves in church. Now, it's, it's, it's frightening. It's frightening. God says, he says there are people in church that are what? Deceiving themselves. Ah, is Wow. He says, these people, he says, he says, with their lips alone, they, 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 they worship me, but they what? Their hearts are far. You can't worship without coming to, to the place of worship. But God sees through the heart. Sometimes this word scares me. You know, he came, he came to, he came to, to, by, 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 by someone in First Kings. And, and, and he says, he says, he says, he says, Jesse, bring me your children. And they all came and lined up and 
And, and then he said, he said, there's no. If father was angry. Now what do you mean? These are my children. This, he said, these ones are children. You know why? They are bringing something. That he wants in the army. That he wants that make him proud. And he knows this. It's a thing of pride to have your children at the fourth, at the war front. So he said, these are my children. There's, in fact, he said, there's no one else. Ah. And someone said, are you sure there's no, he said, there's no except one. That means that one is not. He said, there's one small one, it's not there. But these are children. You know, they said, when you come to a place, you see the place filled up, you say, wow, see people. And God's asking, where are they? He said, I can't see anyone here. I'm just scaring you now. You see, every time Jesus spoke and gives a ratio of those that will make it to him, it's always so less than what people seem to say. And if I'm going to pastor you to him, then I must use this word to lead you to him. And the things Satan uses, you see, to get men trapped. You know one of the things I told my wife, and I had one pastor say, I'm sure his name, you know. He said, one of the things that Satan does in these last days is that he has built his own churches. And he has put pastors. And he gets them in the church and lock them up from God. How will he explain? He took Jesus to the church. He took Jesus to the temple, the pinnacle, to the altar, and began to preach to him the Bible. It is written inside church. Jesus replied to the pastor, it is also written, for you are misquoting God's word. For every misquoted word of God, it leads to death. For every time men picks God's word out to 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 to, to further their own false teaching, even though it's God's word, to lead to death. That's why you find that most times they preach without Bible. They will preach for hours, no, no scripture. And people will say, mm, deep. Have you heard it before? You can be hearing, mm, deep. I've, I've seen them, I've seen them wondering, this is not deep. You see them shaking legs. Have you seen what? Or, or, and you there, this is not word. You know why? Because I know the word. Let me give you a few things this morning as I begin. No, let me start beginning to close. So, so, so I don't start it now. And I'll say it ten times. Hebrews 11. Turn there. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. I want us to read. Let's 
let's read from verse 36. Okay, let's read from verse um, 35. And then this is a this is somebody preaching on the theme the better things are yet to come. Just are you following me? Please watch me. This is a minister preaching on the theme. Better things are yet to come. So receive your better things now. Catch it. People will still catch it. But they've caught it every Sunday. If God is my father, and he is, I don't need to put myself listen. All I need to do, I need to keep seeking him and aspiring to become more like Christ. Christ is coming for a sanctified church. So say amen. amen. It doesn't matter what men preachers say. That, that the, the grace of God has covered. It, it, it doesn't change it. Christ said, because of them I have sanctified myself. Therefore, Father, sanctify them by the word, by thy truth, thy word. So anywhere you go to your hearing that you're not being sanctified in the course of the hearing, Something is wrong. Yeah. When you are not, when you are not being gingered or encouraged to be more like Jesus in righteousness, in truth, wrong. If all is about how do I receive, how do I receive my next receivement, my next shipment, my next glory, my next power, my next breakthrough, wrong. Because you can get those things without Christ. In fact, many people in the world have the things you are praying for twenty-four hours without prayer. Have you, have you noticed that? Yes. So, ma, this is, because this is important. Why? Christians should not forget that we are going to heaven. We are forgetting. I, I, this morning, I feel like marching, and everybody's, you are marching for me to where? Heaven. Is heaven. That's why Joseph ran away. Joseph was a young, fine boy. 17, 18 years old. He had, he had ten toes. He was still were not eight. Some men have eight. That means one. A body. Joseph was complete. Amen. That's that. Joseph was not a... No, he was... And he had the opportunity that every young man will always have here and there. And nobody was there. It's good to be a child of God. One woman died because her husband was carrying a girl and she was pursuing him. Yeah. She would tell me, you are going nowhere. He said, you are sealed. I said, who sealed me? He said, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know what it means? 
every woman has gone holy me. So say amen. amen. That man did not sound well. Are you among amen? Uh -huh. Amen. amen. Say because heart is at ease when you are not at home. Even if she sees lipstick on your shirt, she will know it's paint. It can't be lipstick, amen. <laughs> you say, what you ask your friends? Did you go to your house where they are doing paint? You don't remember anymore. Oh, 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 I was passing by the lobby and I saw one red paint. I said, I know. Amen. Some once they see paint. I saw now. We've said it. Where did you go to? There's red color on your shirt. Red color. You see where is it? At the back. Amen. Jesus said, Sanctify them. You know, somebody stole church money. He it's his own share. So say, Amen. We are going to heaven. It is only the sanctified. So when Jesus said, many are there that will not find the way. You think he's joking? It's true. I'm coming for a church without what? And we think he's joking. You know, sometimes if they give you your syllabus before exam or what you concentrate, you know, someone will say, you won't come there. The exam did not come. And, 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 and they told us, so. wow, this lecture is safe. Two questions. Question one carries 95 marks. One point doesn't know. Question one carries 95. And it has six parts. The six parts, you don't know even one. It's the second one that has five marks that you know the one. So, okay, I will struggle with this one. Struggle. That's how it is. Men are concentrating on the things that are worthless. Power, fame, money, nonsense. But the things that leads to life, men don't like it. In fact, Jesus Christ said, he said, how come, he said, he said, you can't believe because you are this and evil and you love darkness. But thank God your ears are hearing this. And your eyes are seeing this. Every need will be met. God is on the case of everybody. I, I, I can justify that. You know why I can justify that? He has said so. It's on your case. But it tells you, continue in my word and keep seeking me. Leave those things. The addition. So the addition. You know, addition are not the things that you find. They come. The extra things. Amen this morning. So as you are in that bus going to work, always remember you are a candidate of heaven. You know, in our days, people love the Holy Spirit. Or rather, they love tongues without the Holy Spirit. 
They love the spirit without holiness. And it's amazing how Christians follow wrong people online. Because it's easily available. And it's always prayer. You know, anybody that is looking for too much, anybody that says prayer is always too much, he doesn't know God's word. It means prayer. Let's just keep praying. Prayer is not enough. Anywhere you see prayer, go and pray it. He doesn't know God. Let me begin to close this morning by letting you know that there are certain New Testament realities that I want to teach. <laughs> new creation realities. Some of the realities. There are some realities in the New Testament that I want to preach or share. But the first one is apostasy. It's a New Testament reality. Because it will happen. These are the real, these are the real realities that we must start looking at. What is apostasy? It means the deserting of Christ. Openly and publicly. They, they call it deconstruction. The falling away. It's a New Testament reality. I will teach that sometime. You know, today, it doesn't bother anybody more that, that people are falling away. You know, you know, leprosy is the numbing of the cells in the arm and the feet. That's leprosy. The virus numbs all the nerves. So you don't feel anything is dead. So if rat, rat used to eat just to the leg. So anything, if you have injury, you you feel it. So things begins to eat that place away. You don't feel pain. Anything can come. It begins to to go off. You know, today is like. Please follow me. Have you observed that today in the church, people are so much unconcerned about righteousness. We just it's more it's more it's more about singing and light. Have you observed it on stage and dancing? You see women dancing. Oh, 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 oh. Have you seen that? It's normal, you know. We and, and, and we are laughing to hell. We are forgotten. That is righteous. There's a leprosy already. You know, he said, while men slept, Satan has sold what? Tess. Satan has vaccinated a lot in the church against the truth. So that when they, you see, vaccine is actually the virus. But in a lower measure, so that your body can develop antibody against the river when it comes. So when the real one comes, the body fights it. So what Satan has done, he has diluted the Bible. 
for people. And they believed in the diluted version. So much that when the truth that comes, you know what happens? They fight it. They said, Are you are you are you are you are you stronger than our father Jacob who drank from this well? Jesus said, before Jacob came by him. That's why we must go out for evangelism. Even from the church of God itself. You know when you say this to them, they will think you are proud. They will say, well, who do you think you are? Just like they told Jesus. You are not even up to 50 years. What do you call yourself? Who do you think you are? So it's not strange. Same thing. Some people, he will just keep quiet and ignore them. Some will look at them and just shake head. Some, he will insist. You must hear this truth. Maybe another one I will share with this morning. There's a new Christian reality called rejection of the gospel. You know the one they do is faith is now, now is faith. Glory to God, glory to God. That is not wrong, but that's not all there is to the truth. For any one truth overstretched leads to heresy. There's one this morning that I want to call compromise. It's a New Testament. There'll be so much compromise. Don't be compromised. Sometimes your, your not being compromised is dependent on your not associating. Just stay aloof. That helps you. Why? Because of where we are going. Someone said, My God is not poor. My God is rich. And Jesus says, Be of my money. You know. We must be disciplined with this. Listen, it comes suddenly. I know him is strong enough to balance it. Amen. Are you? Because they will call you from India. They'll give you 10 jobs. You will not be confused. You hit one. I don't die. But no money. Because Which time, which Lord I get here or Bible study? I'll read Bible. As though you've been reading Bible before. True or false? You know, you won't know. You'll be giving you and you're bringing priest. No, he must give you something to get something. It's you that know. Okay. You're. Okay. It, it means it is sleep that takes the one of Omode. I don't want to hear especially later after, after church. You know why you should be hearing this? Before the money comes, set to it. Some bridge will cross. We pass that area. 
so that everything about church is not everything that takes men away from God. Someone said, God, don't make me too wealthy that I will have nothing and I can't steal. Yet, I don't want to be too rich that I'll be so rich and I forget you. But if you come to a point where you are fully submitted to God, you can have all the wealth and put it on that. Someone said, man. You know, someone in this church will be so wealthy. Not someone, a lot of us here. I, I, I see it happening. But God is preparing you for it. So there are New Testament realities. That I will share with us. But this morning is only a teaching of that. One thing I'll add. Is a new creation reality. The preaching of the cross. Do you know why Jesus left us here? Really? <laughs> you know, yesterday, my wife told me that this week is gone again. A new one is what? Starting. Here's how we do it. We, and then we just die. You know that we will die? Doing the same routine. Is this all there is? And so my children said, uh, which children? It's for your... So the reason we are here, Jesus, if I were Jesus, I wouldn't die at 3, I would die at 120, 150, 1,000. One, 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 I'll be enjoying the earth. Lord, you know we are God. You stay, I'm here. We can just be we're enjoying the fruit of the vine, killing animals, eating suya, put devil in his place. But in three and a half years, he was done. And he left the sea. Told them, let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be worried when gas price is going too high. Don't have high blood pressure for it to go high. Someone say, man. Don't say this country will kill us. No, it's people have gone through things in life. It's just your time. Finish your race and go. Do your work. Amen. This morning. Just it's all heaven this morning, George. We are Christians. Christians seek ye not repose. You know that song? Someone say amen. amen. You see, Jesus sat and sent them out. Someone sent them out. He didn't say go and make them millionaires. Go and give them life. He said a man's life does not consist. Beware of what? Covetousness. By the grace of God, we'll be having an evangelistic outreach November 5th and 6th. Listen, 
all your assignments. Prayerfully look for one unbeliever. Bring to church. I didn't say ten. Did I say ten? How many did I say? So you must come with one. And that one, you will fast and pray. And fast and pray. That's the real service. Not sloping in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving God. You know, when they say the move of God, God has moved in Christ. See, God is building us to a point where ordinary exhortation in church is enough for the service. Like I said, You don't need to be excited or you don't need to to be worked up for you to know that mm, we have been to church. You don't need to be to be motivated. You don't need to be, I don't want to do this morning. To feel, you know, so what they make you feel, yeah. Just simple exhortation is enough. And you lift your and say, thank you, Lord, for service today. I'm going to give us three quotes, or four, or five, and I'll close really now. And the first one is the word of our Lord Jesus. And the other one will be from the Apostle Paul. And the other one will be from Augustine of Hippo. And the other one will be from John Wesley. And the last two will be from William Booth. They are charges to the saints. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You see, our Lord Jesus spoke to us before he left. You know, something used to interest me, and I'm looking forward to that. He said, he said to them, he said, I will not eat of this food of vine with you until the kingdom. Now, means one day we will sit with Jesus. We will sit with him. And we will give our experiences of our work here. And how obedient we are, we were to his word. Let me give you, you see, I'm just trying to encourage you that we have to put everything to preaching. And you, in living, You see, this pulpit will play a role in eternity. Yeah. For it's by it God's word was preached. Hmm. 
He says, don't stop the woman from bringing the box. For everywhere the gospel is mentioned, and then she will preach also. John, I want to preach. The crowd is much. Lend me your boat. So he entered and preached. When he finished, he said, John, now you launch. Get involved in the things of God. Yes, get involved. If you're hearing me, get involved. Don't, don't stay in the fringes. You know, there's a time in the house where, where you start assigning tasks to children. It's time to get into God's work. See, the days are over when you stay at the fringes. It will be, Lord, what will you have me do? Christianity is not coming to receive from God. No, it's giving out what God has put. The Lord spoke to us in Matthew's gospel. So in Matthew chapter 7 verse 13. And I read. And I read. For wide is the gate and broad is the way on the road that leads to what? Destruction and many So our, our, our desire is to get men to enter through what? The narrow gate. And to get them folks who have to drag them. You see, you don't drag people to come and Lounge, they naturally want to lounge, but the moment it comes to Christ, there's a stiff word resistance. That's why he says, Go and compel them. Amen, church. And who would do that? The church, amen. The church, we. Corinthians 5.11, Paul says, Knowing therefore the terrors, or the terror, 2 Corinthians 5.11. You know, some people only emphasize the goodness and the love of God. Oh, don't say God, judge is no, he's his father. I'm the father that's love my children. Yes. No, he's both father and judge. He has committed all judgment to the son. Paul says, No, we care for what? The terror of the Lord. We want, we persuade men. We persuade men. You know, man. Many people today in church who are born again, they are born again because they want something from God. And before every altar call, there's always testimony. If you want God to do this for you, that's not the gospel. That person is not born again. Someone say amen. 
if you desire God to do this this same thing, He, he can't give you until He until until until, until you know Him. And I want to know Him. Come to the altar. After prayer, sit down. Sit down. Uh, I've had that kind of preaching many times. And it's the most rampant. And more people love that because it's easy. There's nothing challenging them. And when they won't come to church afterwards, all they keep hearing my month of inter intersection, my level of upliftment, the next level, the father's firstborn offering, first daughter, Adas network, first entrance, you know those things. And that's what they're growing. So when they start hearing the doctrine of Christ, it's strange to them. Then you must not keep quiet. Haven't known this truth. But not now in arrogance, but in prayer and in humility. I want to bow my head. Thank you for chat. You, you hear all kinds of things. So I, I, I close my heart when I go to work. I wonder what they do when they, when they make here for seven hours. You are condemned to the story. I want you to help. Because for seven hours you are trapped there making here. But the truth is, man needs to hear. Don't, don't just walk as though it doesn't concern you. Let me read to us what Augustine of Hippo said. Our friends who long to get rid of eternal punishment should cease to argue against God and instead obey God's command while there is still time. So this argument against Christ as Hippo lived around 300. So it's not new. Never live in an illusion that it has always been easy to preach the gospel. It has always been resisted. Even in the days of Christ. But because men resist it, doesn't mean we should now stop. As a, as a fisherman, if you go and catch fish, you didn't catch, will you stop? Even Peter and, and the rest, they kept toiling. In fact, they will vest, they kept toiling. When Christ now said, Go the last time, they said, We've done it all night. They said, Do the last time. So we will not, we will retreat. We won't surrender. These are our days. This is the essence. So give them one by one. Prayerfully. But 5th and 6th of November, we are trapping men here for God. Someone get me? We'll trap them and expose them to God. And let's trust God for a harvest. But we must keep doing that. Someone said, can we over preach salvation? He says, go and ask those one in hell. If preaching can be overdone, it can be. Two more and I will sit down. A man by the name Baxter said, the road to hell is always paved with good intention. Those who are preaching men out of the kingdom have good intention. 
We want to make you a, a, a complete package unto God. When God says, I need men to be righteous to me. John Wesley said, Whenever I see one or a thousand men running into hell, I will stop them if I can. And as a minister of Christ, I will beseech them in the name of Christ to turn back and be reconciled with God. William Booth said, while there is one dark soul without the light of God, I will fight, I will fight, I will fight for one dark soul till the end. St. William Booth said, I am not waiting for the move of God, for I am a move of God. We are waiting for this stirring of the water. It has been stirred already. That one going to hell. And the ultimate move of Christ has come. We cannot make a man clean by washing their sheds. We can only make them clean by washing them but the blood. And this is the assignment of man when he said to us, Occupy till I come. This morning, church, I beseech you. As you have been reconciled to God, reconcile men back to God. And I want to guarantee and assure you by the Spirit of the Lord. Lord is watching everything about you and is bringing his will to pass. Don't bother what you eat, what you wear, or what you will drink. For the hidden thing about these things. But your heavenly father know it. You have need. But seek you first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you because your word has come forth. Thank you for your mercy and your love. Thank you for preparing us and exalting us again today by your word. I pray this word, Lord, we find place in our hearts. And Lord, we, we dedicate these tracts to you, O God. And the meeting we'll be having November the 5th and the 6th. Father, it's unto you. Let your mighty hand prevail. In the name of Jesus. Lord, put in your children a desire for obedience. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen.